0: Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the South Bay Show, South Bay Spotlight, on March 14th, 2019. Live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. That's what we do here in the South Bay of Los Angeles, and it's a beautiful place to do just that. The
1: South Bay Show is brought to you by the Academy of Foreign Languages. If you have any interest in learning a new language or brushing up on existing language skills, you should know about the Academy of Foreign Languages. Located in Palos Verdes, the Academy of Foreign Languages specializes in the art of communication. Their mission is to provide the finest language instruction possible. They recognize that each student has distinctive needs and craft their teaching technique to optimize an individual's particular learning skills. At the Academy of Foreign Languages, they strive to create a comfortable environment conducive to learning. So whether you're learning a new language or would simply like to converse in your native tongue, the Academy of Foreign Languages can accommodate you. For additional information, visit their website at academyofforeignlanguages.com, that's all spelled out, or call 310-975-4133.
0: I'm your host, Joe Terry, and you can read all about our many adventures on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The South Bay Show. Persistence, passion, principle, and purpose, that's what we talk about here on The South Bay Show, and of course, I'm not alone with Fay by Jackie.com and executive producer of The South Bay Show, Jackie Balestra. Hey, Jackie, how are you doing today?
1: I'm I'm doing great, man. I'll tell you, uh, th- this last couple of days of this weather kind of kind of shocking after the the winter we had, isn't it? It's it was so funny a couple of days ago. I I walked outside and I was like, oh, it's nice. I don't need a jacket. It's sunny out. There's no rain. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, nice, huh? Getting back to our regularly scheduled weather yeah, here. Yeah,
0: it's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Very very, very excited. Um, yeah.
1: Anyway, listen, I just wanna go over a couple of things. Um le- yesterday I went to the it 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 was a soft opening uh for the new Mother's Market on Rosecrans in Manhattan Beach. Right. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a it was a soft opening. Uh, you know, the whole mother's market team was there. They brought in a bunch of press and um so went over and checked that out yesterday. Uh you know the chamber members all the, the city council was there you know the mayor all the players um so I went over and checked that out yesterday beautiful market uh you know gorgeous produce uh we we I had my photographer with me and we took a whole bunch of pictures so I'm going to get those posted in the next couple of days uh hopefully before the grand opening uh is uh I think on the I think it's Saturday the 16th so the grand opening yes. is actually this weekend. The ribbon cutting was yesterday. Soft open ribbon cutting was yesterday. Grand opening is uh, this Saturday. And um, one other thing I wanted to mention. Have you ever seen posted on my on my website uh, the Dead Marionette Theater? Have you ever seen that? <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah, I've posted it a few times. In and, it, well, they move around. They do it at different different uh, music venues, bars. the, the Starting mm. tonight, they are at the Hermosa Saloon, you know, in Hermosa mm. Beach, B.C.H. Uh, mm-hmm. And you know, reading the description, it's it's three hundred and sixty, you know, a- experience. It, it's it's sound. Mm. It's physical. It's it's you know, eye popping. You know, effects and all this stuff, and anyway, they're playing the next three nights at their most alone, and, you know, I'm dying to go. You know, I'm dying to go. I really want to go see this just to experience it. I spoke to one of the musicians that that does it, and he was like, make sure you bring earplugs. I'm like, okay, you know, so so I'm thinking I might go to it. I might pop in this weekend and check it out, Um, just because, you know, I've never experienced anything like that. It's like, it's like this 360-degree immer- immersive experience. And uh, yeah, music and, and, you know, like scary puppets and and projectiles and strobes and all that stuff. So, yeah, that's happening the next three nights. I, I'm just curious if, you know, I'd, be, I'd love to hear from somebody that's been to it, uh, that, that's experienced it. So, anyway, those are the two things I wanted to mention. Dead Marion at Theater, the next three nights at Hermosa, and Mother's Market grand opening this saturday mm-hmm. um now joe i want to, now with regard to today's topic um we're going to be talking about beach tennis today and i became aware of it a few years ago uh somebody that was involved in the organization unfortunately i can't remember their name uh, they would they would email me info on their local tournaments um and and you know so I, I i was aware of it peripherally and then and then on the weekends when my husband and i would take our strand cruises We'd see them playing on the beach in Hermosa. They, right. they have courts right there just off Pier Avenue, and um, there's so much more to it. You know, there's a lot to it, and today we're going to learn all about it, and I'm very excited about this.
0: Okay, fantastic. I, Jack, Jackie, who's our guest today?
1: Our guest this morning is Donnie Young, founder and president of the Beach Tennis Association. A South Bay resident and tennis professional, Donnie founded the rapidly growing sport of beach tennis right here in Hermosa Beach. He became an accredited beach tennis instructor and champion player and is now hoping to take it all the way to the Olympics. And he's also the inventor of the Donnie Young Professional Beach Tennis Paddle. Now, the 2019 season has just started in Hermosa Beach, and Donnie wants the community to come down to the beach and check it out. Um, You can learn more about it. You can visit the website at beachtennis.com. Association.net. They've got the schedule of events where you can go to to, to watch this. And uh, we're going to learn all about it today. Very exciting stuff. Welcome to the program, Donnie. Thanks for joining us this morning.
2: Thank you. I really appreciate it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, first of all, you know, this is something, Donnie. We we already have the volleyball nets. We already have the beach and the ocean. Tennis originate.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. it originated in uh, Italy uh, over 40-plus years now, and uh, it started there. And um, and then back in around 2005, um, here in the United States, a company called Beach Tennis USA started it, and they, they started with tennis rackets. That's how we got introduced to the sport here in the South Bay. They mm-hmm. came, they put up a huge mm-hmm. stadium, they had a tennis channel and all these things. So, um, And it got us interested here in the U.S. Uh, but as far as origination, it was Italy. Right now in Italy, they actually, it's blowing up there. They have, just on one of their beaches, they have 3,000 courts. They have 100 indoor courts. Um, and they have probably... I'd say 50,000 active players that play a day. So it's really big there and it's in 65 other countries as well. Um,
0: and it's right.
2: it's growing and growing. It's a lot of fun.
1: I got to ask you, to, uh, Donnie, in, in Italy, do they play, still? are they still playing with the tennis records or are, you, are they using the paddles that you're using now?
2: Yeah. So what happened is uh, for here in the U.S. they started the rackets and then we switched over to paddles halfway through Um and so that, that's the way the sport is worldwide. Uh and uh everybody plays with paddles now. So Okay. Um yeah. Uh okay, great. as far <laughs> as Yeah. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Oh no, please, go on.
2: Yeah, so anyway, uh just to give a little bit more history about it. Um yeah, since since that time, like I said, it's in sixty five countries, the International Tennis Federation, the biggest tennis federation in the world, has taken on beach tennis, and they're our governing body, and uh, which is great. I mean, they're, they are a part of Davis Cup, uh, Wimbledon. They're part of all the biggest tennis events in the world. So we're excited about that. And then recently we um, got a call from the Olympics, uh, which is – uh, part of the Olympics is called Association National Olympic Committee. There's the IOC, there's the NOC, and this is the ANOC, and uh, they are very interested in beach tennis, partly because the Olympics are down because of a lot of the millennials, and they want a hot new sport. They're looking at it to you know something new and different, and so uh, we're excited about the potential of that. So.
1: And they and they can fun. play in bathing suits that's always a big thing. Anytime you can get in sport right. where people are in
2: bathing suits, it's always a hot seller.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
2: Well, you, that that's the fun part, I guess, for some. And, uh, I mean, yeah, it's definitely not traditional tennis. Uh, you know, uh, you know, I coached uh, tennis and I uh, was, I coached on the tour for 12 years and worked with many tennis players. I still coach tennis. Um, But I think the real fun part about beach tennis, it's more or less not the country club uh, mentality. It's more or less you can just be yourself. Um, It's kind of almost like the X Games of of tennis. You can be in a bathing suit. You can wear what you want. It doesn't matter. And then there's nothing like being down at the beach. You know, the game itself is really engaging. It's quick. It's fast. And it's much easier to learn than tennis or so, volleyball so kn- itself. Right.
0: Sorry. Right. So we know, we know that the, the, the paddle is slightly – it's not a tennis racket. It's a beach tennis paddle. Yeah. Is the ball different than a normal tennis ball? Yes, it is. Actually, it's got
2: 50% less air in it. Um, and so uh, if we had a real tennis ball, it would be too hard and too fast. So it makes it a little bit slower. But you know, still, you know, the men serve; it serves up to 100 miles an hour. So you know, anyway, but it does um, make it oh, easier with the soccer ball.
1: So, so, so is this is the net you play with? Is that a standard like volleyball net, or or is it like the height and the length, is it the is the court the same as a volleyball? Because it seems to me like the sport. I could easily see the sport starting. You know, some people were down on the beach. They had just come from playing tennis. They had their rackets and their ball with them. They go down the beach. They see a couple of volleyball bets. Nobody's on the court, and they decide to start, you know, hitting the ball back and forth. I can so see how this yeah. could happen. So is it a standard volleyball court
2: that you play on? No, it, it's uh, – the size is similar. Um, it's 8 meters by 16, I think, and – uh and then the net is five foot seven. So that's very small comparatively to, to volleyball. And so uh, it's a different, mm. yeah, definitely a different size, but uh, the rule is on most beaches. Wow. The ball is, is wow. That it's first come, for, first come first serve on every beach. Uh, anybody can go down and play even on a volleyball net, but we are nettings much smaller too, because the ball is smaller. Obviously a volleyball net has much bigger netting, so it can go through. So, one of our visions is to build permanent locations everywhere in Southern California, so we people have known places to play beach tennis. Right. And right now right. we have uh, 20, 20 uh, courts. We have locations in Santa Monica, two in Manhattan Beach, Hermosa Beach, and Redondo. But there's plans for more.
1: Well, okay. So, so I always see you playing uh, down uh, in Hermosa just off just just off Pier Avenue yeah. um i i mm-hmm. see you guys playing down there on the weekends so those those courts are those are those the permanent ones or do you go down take down the volleyball nets and put up the beach tennis nets
2: yeah we actually we don't do that we maybe at the beginning we did that but not now now we have permanent courts yeah Hermosa Beach yeah. is actually yeah it was pretty much born here um and we we've, we've been the Hermosa Beach has been wonderful they've you know helped us get things going here and and to build a brand new sport and um so yeah just like at this location um anybody can come down and play it's free on the um and a lot of free play on the weekends it's wide open you can come play there's tournaments leagues are uh, not leagues um um lessons and Classes through the city, and we have a lot of fun, fun and social events and things like that. So in her most huh. of
1: So, so when you say because we have a schedule here of the upcoming tournaments, and 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 in in the bio that I got for you, it said you know, it said you know, come on down. The community is encouraged to come on down and play. So when you say a tournament, it's not like a, a tournament for other sports where you got to sign up, you register, you got to be seated. And that you know, people can just come down and play in in your tournament on the weekends.
2: Yeah, they can, but obviously you have to sign up because we have to create a draw and and right. There's two. There's different types of tournaments that we run. We run the ITF tournaments, International Tennis Federation tournaments, and those are official and they have a world ranking system that we follow. And then we have our own uh, Beach Tennis Association ranking. That's US ranked. So, uh, we put that all in and everybody can play in that. It doesn't matter if you're an amateur, or whatever. Anybody can play. It's, you know, you can come in at any term. You do have to sign up. But other times we have free socials. Show up, you know. It's it's just stuff like that. Free times to play. There's tons of it. Huh
1: Joe?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um have you have you seen them down there? <clears throat> In in your travels? I have,
0: absolutely. No, yeah, it's, I, it's, it's all... It, I never know, I've never known, specifically just sitting there and watching, if people were, like you said, just sort of passing through, they had their tennis rackets or paddles, and they just decided to have a game of, of uh, tennis on the beach, or if it's an official, like, you know game
2: for their plan yeah
0: in the united states it's it's not
2: well known yet i mean i think part of the issue to get the sport more known now people do know it to some extent but uh is you know we have to have all these locations built and that's kind of the grassroots program that yeah. the beast tennis association is really pushing for um, even uh, there was a shop here in Hermosa Beach, Sexy Beach Tennis, it's called. He opened up a shop. This guy introduced the sport to. He absolutely loves it. He has his own brand, and he flies around the world and sells paddles around the world and equipment and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But is yeah. So and and believe me, anybody can stop by and play. It's open for everybody. We're gonna try to really this year is a big push to. Get our community more involved. We have science that says "Come out and try, play, and play," and we want to really even push it even harder for people. We want to introduce the sport. Some people just walk up, "Hey, what is this?" Other people are a little shy and stuff, and we just uh, feel anybody just come out. Our, our group of people and community loves to bring everybody in. So, you know, and and, mm-hmm. and since the game has its itself, I, I was mentioning it earlier. It's engaging, it's fast, it's different than tennis. It keeps you stimulated and how can you be you know, being in the sun, sand by the water and uh running around just having fun. You feel like a kid again, so it's awesome.
1: You know, I, I have to I have to bring bring this up is um you call it beach tennis. Is that what it's called all over the world? In Italy do they call it beach tennis?
2: Yes, absolutely, yeah. Yeah.
1: okay so but but you mentioned earlier that there are indoor courts as well
2: yes they have they have 100 indoor facilities uh you know we've been doing an industry study on on all these other locations like it's of course italy's the biggest and then brazil's second and uh and uh, other places but uh yeah they have a hundred indoor because you know they have a winter there they get snow so um, and uh Ravenna, Italy is the main place. It's called Ravenna or Servi, Yeah. And, uh, so they have two, it'd be kind of interesting. This is how they don't have regulations. We've had to deal with tons of regulations. That's by, that's one reason why we can't get beach tennis going as fast as we like. But for example, they have 250, they'd be like little clubhouses. They're called Danos on the beach and they build mm-hmm. them like, mm-hmm. and then they, and then they put the nets all the way to the ocean. And the guy next door goes, "Well, I'm going to build mine." And so he built his, and he built his little clubhouse, and he goes all the way to the ocean with the nets. So it's a really big commerce there, um, and that's why they have so many nets and so many players. And uh, and I think it's just the real reason too is people. If you really think about it, when you go to the beach, you know people are looking for a new sport to play. You know, when you, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I grew up here in California. I'd go to the beach when I was younger, but then after that, I wouldn't really go to the beach. Now that, you know, you get to appreciate the beauty and stuff. And partly the reason is this new sport came up and it was so fun and so engaging, so quick, and just has a great energy altogether that it draws you in. So, um, right. Yeah. So those are, those are the real things that, uh yeah, I think people are looking for a new beach sport and if we can get the places built and and moving, you'll see a huge movement uh, of beach tennis and it who knows, it could possibly take over volleyball within time like it did in Italy. They took down all their nets in that particular beach area.
1: <laughs> you know, that's so interesting. Really? I mean, I'm very from I'm very yeah. familiar with with Italy and um as you said, they don't have the, the regulations we do. Uh, you know, if anybody tried to put nets, you know, from the Strand all the way down to the water, you know, the city would be all over them in a heartbeat. Like, what are you doing? You yeah. can't do that, you know. Um, but well, I'm curious because if it's that, um, you, you know, all of all of Europe uh, goes on vacation in August. Uh, in Italy, it's Fed Agosto. It's uh, two weeks less, two weeks in August starting on the 15th. And everybody goes to the beach, and we've all seen pictures of these beaches where you're literally sitting on top of your neighbor's chair. And I'm just curious um, <laughs> how that works. Maybe they, maybe they take all the nets down for Fed Agosto, I, I hope because I can't imagine that people would give up no. The beach they, time. Don't so
2: they don't because they don't. These are no, no. They don't. They, there's such a demand there; they, they, they would lose money. Um, and and the sport is it is just what they do especially in this part of Italy. It's on the Adriatic wow. side and they just they love it. And it's it's starting it's like that in Brazil now. It's just growing like crazy. So um it just has a natural fit and it it's something different to do at the beach and I highly suggest it for everybody. First of all, as far as the physicality aspect, yeah, the sand is soft, but it's great on the body. No joint pain, things like yeah. that. And the game is so easy to learn. it's immediate feedback, so you get and it's fun and um and and so it is, has a, an energy that people can pick up immediately on. They don't want to go learn how to hit five different ways to hit a forehand in tennis or a backhand. They want to go out there and get that instant feeling or feedback that this is fun. oh this is good, you know yeah well, and it has any other energy
1: give us the rules how many players on a team how many is it like volleyball two man four man six man um what how what's the scoring tell it give us the details of an actual game
2: yeah an actual game is uh first of all you usually it's doubles mostly uh i think doubles is the bigger part of the sport they do have singles where they kind of cut the court in half and you play singles against each other um yeah, it's basically doubles. It's really big there. Uh, it's and so the scoring is just like tennis, except when you're at deuce, it's considered no ad, and it's a sudden death point. So at deuce, if there's a tie, we call it three all or four or forty all, whatever. Then the, the next point wins the game, and it's no ad scoring. You usually play a set on average to seven or eight if you're playing in a round robin event or You know, up to six, just like tennis. So, um, and uh, the game, you get one serve in beach tennis, and you can serve anywhere on the court. That's what's different from uh, from regular tennis. Uh, You One serve in beach tennis, then um, they serve anywhere, and they just get in, don't let the ball hit the ground is, is the goal. So it's similar, almost like if you want to look at badminton, but of course this is a lot more fun, we feel, because it's at the beach and has similar aspects to it, and it has a lot of a lot of uh, similar training to tennis as well. There's a lot of tennis fundamentals. Absolutely, if you play tennis, come out and try; you'll pick it up much faster. Um, and so that's how that's how the game works. That's how the scoring works. To answer your question, okay. right? Oh, you know, well,
1: there's so many. Bit-
0: Oh, go ahead, Joe. Go ahead. Well, uh just I wanna get uh, a quick uh a station break out there and then Donnie I wanna ask about you know you grew up here in the South Bay and when BTA, mm-hmm. the Beach Tennis Association began, Beach dot net. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about that when we come back. Ladies and gentlemen, you're mm-hmm. listening to the South Bay Show and we're having a great conversation with the founder and president of the Beach Tennis Association, Donnie Young. We're going to talk more about beach tennis and um, this fast-growing sport around the world and uh, involved, and we're going to talk about the 2019 season uh, just about to get underway in Hermosa Beach and everything about that. If you'd like to call in, we'd love to have your questions and comments, please give us 5288 that's 714-242-5288 give us a call ask us a question we're ready so so donny you're you're a kid growing up in the south bay uh, uh-huh. what was going on what 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 sports were you playing
2: well i, I obviously was yeah, i tried a few sports as all kids do and then i eventually got into tennis and uh and then i yeah, took that, and went off to play tennis and around the state of California, and then in college played, you know, nationally, and then uh, on on and tried the pro pro tour, and then went on to, uh, you know, my main job was coaching on the pro tour, so that's how I started in the South Bay, and, and then eventually found beach tennis as well.
0: So, okay, okay, fantastic. When did BTA start, and how okay, how did so, it come to the point okay. where you said, i got to start my own tennis association? <laughs> okay, so first of all, um, like I was
2: mentioning at the very beginning of our conversation about uh, the origin uh, of beach tennis started by this company called Beach Tennis USA. They did an incredible job. Yeah. They came in, put a giant stadium in, like a huge <laughs> volleyball stadium, and of course, we played with tennis rackets, and it was great. It was fun. They had a huge crowd. It was fantastic. And then they left after that tournament. Then we were like, well, where do we go? Where do we play? And that's how it started for us. There was four of us. We started, um, and uh, and then we were like, well, let's let's um, you know talk to the city, the city of Hermosa. And uh, then it, yeah. that's how it originated. Then you know we used to set up portable nets for, for years, just portable nets for people to come play. And on certain beaches like LA County, that was even illegal to do. They would make us shut it down because it was against the laws on the beach. But uh, we changed that law. Um, <clears throat> but uh, that's how it started here in the South Bay. We finally went to the city. We got some permanent courts. And then we we're able to start hosting tournaments and classes and things like that. It started just with you know two courts in Hermosa, and now there's six, which is great, um, and probably a lot more coming down the line that we hope for. Well,
1: wait a Nancy minute, class. wait a minute. We got to back up. We got to back up, back up a minute, back mm-hmm. up a minute. What do you mean by uh-huh. we changed those laws? You said we, on L.A. Oh. County beaches, you weren't like, How did that happen?
2: That took six years to do. For us. <laughs> it took forever. Well, they had to rewrite all these municipal codes, and they were redoing them, and they said, just be patient. We'll get this in. And, you know, we had to go into many meetings, and then finally they they gave us, uh, you know, certain terms that we had to follow about beach tennis in L.A. County. Now, if people didn't know, L.A. County owns every beach except for Hermosa, Santa Monica, right, and uh, I can't remember. There's another one, uh, but but Hermosa owns her own beach, so it's great. We had to just deal with right. Hermosa. That was great, but but LA County owns every other beach, in Manhattan, El Segundo, Dockweiler, all these up and down, and so they have different rules and different laws. Like you, you know, you've heard the thing about you couldn't even throw a football on the beach or something. So, which is you know it's protection we understand but it was a little ridiculous and so that's why we went in and we had to go through the whole process so that's what happened
1: but 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 wait a minute now this process that you went through was it specifically just for beach tennis or just about any sport where you could come in you know if you wanted to play um uh you know paddleboard on the mud you know without a net like <laughs> right so it would be any any other sport that came down well, and no, if you it was, wanted to it, have a yeah
2: yeah it was strictly beach tennis for us, we wow. that was our goal, and so yeah, we had to we had to get through that, and then you know, we we did, and we were thankful to L.A. County for helping us and doing that. That's a, that's so an um, that's,
1: a, that's an undertaking. That's that's an undertaking. That's some yeah. It was.
2: Wow, it was just yeah the passion for the sport and a lot of persistence. So you know, and so you know, back to Hermosa. That's that's how we started. The uh, from there we we grew out. Our first name was West Coast Beach Tennis, and then we switched over to the Beach Tennis Association. That's what we uh, do business as, and then um, and then we slowly developed. We have like a, oh, and we got other courts built. We run tournaments, you know, in Manhattan, Santa Monica, other places. We've run up and down the beaches just to get it started to some extent. But the main core is Hermosa Beach. We love the community here in Hermosa. They've been awesome. In fact. We've, we've been kind of mom and pop just doing this. We haven't invested a tremendous amount of money into beach tennis mm-hmm. because we just kind of wanted to do the pilot program to see if this sport actually really worked. And um, and we've ended ended up – we've been blessed. We've been meeting so many wonderful people. We've entered this sport to thousands and thousands. Um, and the city's been great. And, and recently, even as of um, – a tournament. We recently have a, a, some new, we haven't really even gone out and gotten major sponsors. We've been that kind of just wait and see what this sport is going to do. And, and this year we actually are going out and getting some local sponsors. Um, uh, we, we feel blessed to, uh, have one of our sponsors, which is the deck, which is the, uh, new, used to be the poop deck. Now it's the deck they're sponsoring one of our tournaments. Um, which is great, and then we have uh, Barsha Wine, which is uh, great as a fundraiser that we're
0: going to have. We're trying to
2: raise a little bit more money because things get a little bit more expensive. We're going to have some more prize money, these types of things locally. Uh, Uncork, a wonderful place. They've been our commerce sponsor this year. But our ultimate goal for the BCA, since we've grown and done this kind of pilot program, is is our we're right in the middle of doing a five-year business plan and uh our goal is to build it in California at all these locations and so people can experience the kind of fun and love that uh, this game brings and uh that's that's our ultimate goal so and we're right in the middle of doing that going up much bigger than we ever have the beach tennis association is
1: okay so so here's my analysis on this Joe Uh, and and Hmm. You know, this is, how I, this is how I see it. As you said, it's a very easy entry into this sport. And when you think about all of the people that play tennis, badminton, handball, paddleball, racquetball, you know, all, all of these different uh, uh, s- similar sports, you know, um,
2: right. it's,
1: it, it, re- it reminds me very much of paddleboarding. You know, paddleboarding exploded because everybody wants to be on the water, but not everybody is a sailor. Not everybody has a boat. Not everybody has a kayak. Not everybody surfs. Uh, you know, uh, many people are, can't swim. Um, uh, you know, right. there, there are there there are so many things that you can do in and on the water, but you have to have a certain skill set or equipment. Paddleboarding bypasses all of that. You know, it's easy mm-hmm. entry. It's an easy sport to do, you know, and, and you can be on the water your first time trying it. You know, you don't even have to stand up the first time. You could stay on your knees, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and that is, that's why that sport exploded. Um, and mm-hmm. I think that that this beach tennis is going to be very similar uh, because as Donnie was just saying, it, you don't have to learn five different ways to hit a backhand with a tennis racket. You know, um, you, you, mm-hmm. you, you know it, it, it 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 is maybe not as physically demanding as other sort of sports, and and it's 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 engaging. You get into it. You're in there. Um, so, so I think this it's the could, location. Well, the, oh, of course, the location has. You know, it's all about the location. But as Donnie was saying, you know, it's it's about hanging out at the beach. You can be in your bathing suit. You can wear your shorts in a tank. But the access, the level of ease ease of access, um, I think is it, very similar to, to paddle boarding. Does that sound right. logical to you guys?
2: Oh, yes, absolutely. I think you hit it right on the nose that uh, the potential for beach tennis is, is huge. Um just just that people don't even know I mean, just by us starting uh beach tennis in the in uh Hermosa Beach, we've brought in, i think a couple million at least to the city, from you know people opening up a tennis beach tennis shop to you know fly we have people from all over the world come here and play our tournaments and and come from all parts of California, and so they stay here and they eat and drink and all these things and We've made a tremendous amount of money and created a wonderful community here. And yes, beach tennis uh will I think the thing is that people don't realize that yeah, it is tennis, people that play tennis it's easier, but we get a lot of just beachgoers that just discover it. Or like right. yourself, you're walking by on the strand mm-hmm. and you see it. Um And they come out and try a lot of beach doors. They want something different on the beach, something that's fun and creative. You have your tennis players. You have a lot of volleyball players crossing over and playing beach tennis. That's your market as well. And so, um, you know, once it hits, it's kind of, once it gets a little bit more viral, you'll see a big push here, a big growth. If we can get all the grassroots set up. And our goal is to do from San, San Luis Obispo to San Diego is our main goal. And, mm-hmm. and I also think on the big picture is the Olympics is interested. So you know that if the Olympics are interested, it's no small thing. They see the potential as well. And on uh, 2019 in October, they're doing these beach games that's put on by the association national Olympic committee. Everybody should come down. They put in building a $40 million Olympic kind of uh, uh, stadium and, and, uh, Town and uh, they're going to have all kinds of stuff, all kinds of beach sports and everything. Wait, 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 where? When?
1: Where? When? Where? It's, when? It's
2: going to be in San Diego on the Beach San Diego Mission Beach uh, October, I think it's 18th, 2019, and uh, it's going to be on SNBC, so beach tennis will be on uh, TV as well. And uh, so this is the kind of start. You can see the Olympic. Seeing there's potential for this sport, and they're looking down the line and and they're trying to find some new sports so it mm-hmm. it's in a big way it's it's being looked at, and then you know once people discover it some more and that's part of our goal is to help people discover that so
1: wow, which is fun wow yeah that's that's exciting and, and another sport yeah, taking off right right here in the South Bay, you know it's so funny just Just a couple of months ago, uh, Joe and I discovered we had a guest on the show, and we discovered that uh, AYSO actually started in Torrance. It began, it was born in Torrance. (laughs) You know, we were like, you know, how did we not know that? You know, there's a lot of cool stuff that starts here in the South Bay. So anyway, um, so your 2019 season just started, right? It started this month. Yeah. um, And you you have tournaments uh, next month, April. Uh, June, mm-hmm. August, September, October, 2 in October and November um at, yeah. at at your Hermosa Beach location and the Manhattan Beach location and your schedule is on the um Beach Tennis Association uh, website.
2: Dot net. Is that Yeah, association dot net. net. <laughs> yep, definitely check it out. net. Yes. And we give out we, we uh um really try to take care of the community here we have like on average six other free events for people like we do one event at the terranea their little beach down there and you know we do other ones like in in manhattan beach during the fireworks show we we give all these free events and we you know we try different spots and creative and of course a lot of us go and play beach tennis around the world we go to aruba cancun we go to florida go to all these beautiful beaches which is a really fun thing to do, and we all do it as a group together. So, um, and so we have a lot of other free stuff that we, that we give. Yeah,
1: and that's the reason you get into the sport. You go to places like Aruba and Brazil and Italy. I love that. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So the so the next one takes place in Hermosa Beach, April sixth
2: through what eighth,
1: sixth, yeah. seventh, eighth.
2: Yeah. Yeah, um, just, and just it's right. Weekend, it's yeah. right there. Right there off of. Right the, there. Just come right, by and. And if you guys come by, please uh, introduce yourselves and I'd be glad to take oh. you out and hit some balls with you there. you know, if you want to get a quick workout or
0: something, <laughs> just let me know. <laughs> wow. Uh thanks for that. That would be wonderful. Yeah. For sure.
1: I can see Joe out there getting his beach tennis on. I can I can see that. Oh yeah. Um so something else we should mention, you said that uh, Barsha is having a uh, a fundraiser, is it? Give us the details Correct. on that. Yeah,
0: they're doing a fundraiser for us.
2: That's going to be June 15th um, from 7 to 9.30 p.m. And that's great. Yeah, people come by. Um, it, for us to raise money, it is expensive in the sense that it is, the city – Charges us thirty percent, you know we have insurance, you know like I said, this is kind of a mom and pop thing, hopefully you know our goal is to make it bigger, but we do need funds to help us uh, keep this business going. I mean, just to do a tournament on average costs us about fourteen hundred dollars on the beach with all the fees and everything and i t f and referees hmm. and and food and drink and water, so we give a lot. And so it's nice uh, our our community, you know, if they can help us, you know, get back to that to help us keep the sustaining here, and uh, help us grow the bigger picture. We would really appreciate it, and um, we really appreciate partial wine to help. You know, we're gonna just have a little wine at seventy-five dollars for people, and they get free wine for for two hours and and food and we'll have a little music and, and some of the money goes to them and some of the money goes to us as we, you know, just try to do this to grow the sport. So we're thankful. Right.
1: Yeah. As Joe and I well know, not much gets done in this town without sponsors, right,
2: Joe?
0: Sponsors are key. Mm -hmm. Yes. We love the sponsors.
2: Absolutely. And we've been blessed by, you know, people coming up to us and donating money, um, it's been it's been fantastic to do show. Family has always been a big donation and, and we've had some a few other sponsors just approach us. So we've been blessed to that to just keep going here. So but we do our you know, uh my wife and I run this business and we basically have our other jobs that we do almost full time and do this. So it's it's busy, busy for us. So we're not making oh, any money doing this, but we love to do it. So,
1: it's a it's a passion project sorry. you know we all have those yeah. there's something you love to do and you yeah. believe in it and yeah and and that's how that's how everything gets started you know grassroots you you have an idea and you and you have a passion for it and you obviously have a great passion for this and um it, it you know it shows it shows uh all you have to do is uh walk by uh walk by the the strand right there at pier avenue on one of these tournament weekends and by the way it looks like quite the little party there. I see people have a, you, you set up those inflatable <laughs> sofas, and there's pop-up right. tents, tables, and Gatorade—you know, buckets—and uh, it, it's—it's—it's—it looks like a fun afternoon.
2: It is. Well, when we do our tournaments, we get these uh, the inflatable lounge couches, and it's for the public just to come and sit on a lounge couch and observe beach tennis. And and a lot of people do—they come and sit and watch. So it's it's kind of fun for them. And for our group. Joe, maybe
1: that's how you should start out as a spectator. You know, just go down, <laughs> sit in one of the inflatable sofas and spe- spectate for a while before you actually take a paddle in hand. I'm just suggesting. Just suggesting.
0: You think? Is that safer? Yeah.
1: Just as I said, <laughs> to start. Just to start. That's that, that's how you, you make inroads. You start by watching.
0: Yeah. Tony, I mean, you definitely this, do. People this, do. This is more than just the love of the sport. You're you're creating an environment that will last long after you're gone. That takes a special kind of. Well, like you say, you're not doing it to get rich. Tell us about no, that. Aspect. Not yet. You, why not are yet you doing I, this? But
2: not yet. Yeah. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. Not yet. Of course, we want to be valued for the time and money we put in, which we've you know been doing it for. Nine, ten years now. And, and just doing it very slowly. Uh, I, I think for us really, yeah, of course we want to be valued and, and make money from doing this to some extent. Um, and hopefully down the line that will happen. But I think the the, the most wonderful experience that we have had in this whole journey is the people and the community and that, um, that we have met down here and beach tennis has a different kind of community and energy. It is really inclusive, really inclusive. Now I think it's partly the intimacy as well of the game itself, because you're close to the net, you're volleying, you're, you're interacting. It's not like you're 50 yards away from each other, hitting a ball back and forth. You're close, you're engaging, it's quick, fast, you know, you have a partner and it has a certain energy. I don't, I, I think part of just being at the beach as well, you know, you're out there playing, you feel freer, you can just be yourself more. And what come from this, what we discovered in in a deeper way is that people begin to, when they start playing, um, they're very vulnerable. They start opening up about their lives, about this and about that. And it's not about competing, even though that's important for a lot of players, but it is about Uh, other people's lives and then we all share in that and it creates this new kind of community and energy and that is what probably feeds us the most is all these wonderful people and the love and and um, along with the fun and along with the competing and and sharing in this this new sport and that's why we suggest that everybody has to come down and try it come down and try it and, and look on our beach tennis association net website. We'll be posting our dates through the year of come out and try free days. Um, we're going to have many weekends when people come out. We're going to just have strictly a court for new players who are walking by to come out and try. We're going to be promoting that. So, Donnie, make sure you make sure
1: make sure you send me that info for those free days. Okay, but send me the info on yeah. that, and I'll get that up on my website. Um, Because, you know, people love the free stuff. You know, love, 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 love. And we love posting information on free events, you know, (laughs) free things you can do. So, um, yeah, most definitely, please please send that to me. And I I wanted to ask, um, you you know, back in the day, uh, you know, 20, 30 years ago, um, my husband and his friends were were volleyball players. Um, Several of them are now what they call legends. Uh, you know, I guess uh-huh. after a certain age, veteran legends, whatever. Um, and back in the day, it was like, it, you know, anybody could play volleyball. Now it's like, unless you're six foot five, eh, not so much of a good chance, right? Uh, you know, it's it's gotten completely. You know, b- basketball players yes. are, are, are are doing double duty now, and um, the right. height thing really became now. Then it it really turned into. That's when it really turned into. I think that's when it turned into an Olympic sport. You know when when it it that people realize that there are certain physical attributes uh that are an advantage in in volleyball like in basketball In now in beach tennis is there is there anything like that or can a 5 foot 2 player be just as good as a 6 foot 2 player
2: Absolutely they can um there is obviously on the the in the men's game the height and the you know having a big serve can matter but quickness is very key and um uh, like we have this little gal, her name's Kimiko, she's four foot eleven and uh, she you know, plays with the best women and she's 50 years old and she just runs up and back, she's playing with people 20 years younger and she can compete with them she's four foot eleven and runs like crazy up and back, so it's an example wow. Once in the sport is there's a certain neutral aspect to it, now um you can play this sport even at a professional level much, much later comparatively to tennis because right the, it's easy, easy on your body and the, and the, you know, tennis, you know, you're on the hard court. Hard court you're done yeah. most on average, everybody, you know, pretty much by the time they're 30 or 32, they've, their, their careers are over in tennis where, Hey, you can be playing up to your late fifties. No, no, late fifties at late forties and can be competing at a extremely high level and and um and you can win money on the tour (laughs) i mean and stuff like that so i've seen it and experienced it personally myself so um you know as far as the physical advantage um yeah there's certain yeah just like any sport some there's some that can dominate on a height level but i think the quickness and the ball, you can drop shot people so taller people have a more difficult time getting down for the ball where people lower have the advantage. So there's different uh, strengths and weaknesses for both. Hmm. But it's not mm-hmm. totally dominated by physicality yet that I've seen.
1: So. Wow, wow. See, Joe, we learn something new every day. Yeah, this is fantastic. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, I mean, as I said, I was, I was peripherally aware of the beach tennis, um, but I, I didn't I didn't know any details about it. Uh, and re- real quickly, so, just speaking of things we're not aware of, beach uh, and sports, um, I was just contacted recently. Have you ever heard of the LA Wolves?
2: No, no,
0: no. no.
1: Yeah. Okay. So it's a it's it's a soccer team, based in Torrance. Uh, And they contacted me and they were like, can we be, and I was like, wow, something else I didn't know. Absolutely. You know, so I, I scheduled (laughs) them to be on the show, you know? So, uh, yeah. So so there's all this stuff going on around town that, that, that we become aware of by, by doing this show. Um, very exciting stuff. Very exciting. Um, so give us, give us the details, give us the details again on your, the next tournament where people can come and watch and your next, your next free events where people can, can actually try it out.
2: Yeah, we, we haven't set in our dates yet, partly because of this weather <laughs> kind ah. of thing. You know, we, we, mm-hmm. this, we've, of course, had the most rain we've had in many years, and we've kind of delayed a few things. We kind of want the weather to settle down and so we know that we have some pretty nice weekends coming up um, for the public to come out and try uh, to that commitment level. Next week we can uh, start you know, putting out those dates and everything. And, um, so we will have that. So like I said, going to be dot net, you'll be able to find that. Um, one other thing I wanted to mention, if you don't mind, is this is a, a great sport for a lot of sponsors. What People don't realize, um, you can't advertise on the beach. Companies can't advertise on the beach or do anything unless they're part of a sport. Um, and I think it's a great opportunity for sponsors. Um, to get eyeballs on their brand, I mean, mm. just in Hermosa, just in Hermosa Beach alone, when we're there on a weekend, on average, we did the, I guess the, how many viewerships or how many people walk by is on average for a weekend we're down there for nine hours on average to do a tournament is about sixteen thousand people that walk by, right? and, uh, and right. sometimes it's more than that on certain weekends sometimes it's a little less obviously um but um it's great for sponsors that want to come down and and get their brand seen and be a part of helping us grow the sport i think it'd be a great opportunity for a lot of sponsors
1: uh, actually you know something uh, now that now that we're talking about it uh it's actually uh might be a, a different an alternative for those uh, white privileged folks whose kids never picked up a ball or a stick in their life, but they want to get into a good college, uh, you know, maybe oh, get them started oh, young a, a, in beach tennis, right? <laughs> no, seriously, sure. you know, yeah. Yeah. Kid, no, ne- Donnie, kid never, kid, kid never rode a day in the, rode anything a day in their life, and, and they're getting in on, yeah. on scholarships to to Ivy League University. Yeah, yeah maybe try, maybe yeah. try this route, right? That's right,
0: Donnie. <laughs> I I got a. I got I got to ask if you'll take bribes to yeah. to uh yeah. help people win tournaments and you know get get on the BTA uh I don't know wall of honor or something like that. Yeah, oh, yeah God. there you go. Oh, Is that, that? disgusting?
1: Is that is, is that disgusting or what?
0: The now, kids oh, never I actually think, uh, ever play, never were in a boat. They never rowed. No. What? no,
1: and you know and you know something? let me just say this: Those parents need to go and sit in a friggin jail jail cell for a couple of years i I, I mean oh my if, if, if the kids were aware of what was going on absolutely they they need to be in jail when you think about oh. when you think think about think about the middle class families, the lower income families that worked hard all their lives to save money to send their kid. To a good school, they got them tutors. They they had them playing, uh, you know, leagues from the time they were six years old, working towards something. And they got knocked out because some wealthy person wanted their. I, I am so sickened by this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're even going off on this, but I'm just so I'm so <laughs> okay. sickened sick by it. It's Disgusting. I know. Disgusting.
0: Awful. Yeah. Well, obviously, yeah. obviously, Donnie's next in line. Donnie's going to start getting lots of. Wealthy parents paying him yeah. huge sums yeah. of money to yeah. have their kids oh, win NBA yeah. tournament. I'm sorry. Yeah. No,
1: not 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 gonna <laughs> happen here. Not gonna happen here. <sighs> okay. All right. Sorry. Sorry, I had to go off on that. Okay. okay. Oh no. no. I'm <laughs> glad
0: you got that out <laughs> of your it. system.
1: <laughs> take it. Take it. Take it in another direction, please. Please.
0: <laughs> um. <laughs> Well, when it comes down to it, what you created is a you know, the the Southern California version of what's going on, what went on in Italy. It's it's an explosion. I mean obviously it's gonna be extremely popular this year, lots and lots what do you have records on how fast the BTA is growing, Donnie? Well,
2: I, I you know, of course we we've been blessed. We've introduced it, like I said, to thousands of people um the, yeah. the thing is uh it could be growing a lot lot more and now uh, unfortunately, you know we're two people that have our normal jobs and we wear many many hats from instructing to running tournaments to running you know the national ranking system to you know just everything possible so we're limited and and we know that, and that's why you know. We've gotten to the point, okay, this is fun, but now we want to go to the next level, and that is our goal. And I believe if we can get permanent locations where we're rooted, this sport will definitely turn out to be like Italy. Because eventually it's not just going to be known locations. You're going to take over volleyball courts to some extent. And if people didn't even know how many volleyball courts there are from into Manhattan to Hermosa, there's 179 volleyball courts. That's a mm. lot, and we go cool. down. We're playing beach tennis. Our courts are full. And we're like, and we look down. and We see all these empty volleyball courts. There's, so you can see if the sport right. grows, we can transition over, and and it is legal for us to play on those volleyball courts. Of course, the netting is the issue. We, you know, they're already right. statically put up at certain heights, and uh, so we want to eventually maybe transition and have systems that can go. From volleyball and then all the way down to um, – they move up and down and to yeah. the beach, t- beach tennis level. And I think that would be fair for a lot because you've got men's, women's, and then beach tennis. Uh, if the city would be open for those kind of mechanisms, we're hoping one day that can happen. so
1: Well, I, I would right. imagine that. Um, now, tell me something. Like in Manhattan Beach, the volleyball courts, is that run by L.A. County or is that Manhattan Beach Parks and Rec?
2: Okay, so they their stuff from I think the pier to almost Sixth Street, I think it is, is run by Manhattan Beach, and then from there on it's all LA County. So when okay. we get, we, to, for us to get those uh, courts put in, we get our we have our courts on Seventh Street and Twenty Fifth Street. Seventh Street, you know, like I said, it took a long time to get them put in, but um, it you know that's that's owned by LA County. We've been working with them on that.
1: Well, you know, the thing is, is that you got to get the players to start calling Manhattan Beach Parks and Rec and say, "Hey, you know, we want to play beach tennis. Uh, we need more courts. Any chance more courts? More courts? More.
2: I mean, that's well, we, not what yeah, we
1: have grassroots.
2: Yeah. To be honest, uh, we have plenty of courts there. Um, what we we'll, what our part of our plan is, you know, we we need to.
0: Um, it, I kind of look
2: at each location like a little tennis club, and um, so we need we need instructors at each location, and then people doing social events and just building each location. And there's plenty of opportunity for people to make money in this business and Mm. do this. Um, And so I think within time we're going to be going through a whole training program, teaching people, you know, instructors about the whole business, how to teach, all these things. And at each location they're going to be working and, you know, and selling and making money for themselves to do this particular sport so we it's a need whole new industry. to build mm-hmm. yeah to build yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so there's yeah, to build this we're going to need a lot of you know people uh, we we can only spread ourselves so thin so that's our issue um we need to we'll be hiring lots of people to to really build this sport and they can make a lot of money in this sport i i just know i've seen it in italy these guys and how much money they're making teaching running tournaments all these things so very exciting well, stuff
1: and you heard it here. Yeah. I think maybe maybe first, yes. right? We love we love learning about the new stuff and we love sharing the good stuff and Joe, we've gotta wrap it up.
0: All right. Well Donnie uh Young, thank you so much for joining us today.
2: You're welcome. Thank you. We're really blessed and we really appreciate
0: uh you know getting the word out there about
2: Beach Tennis Association. Thank you so much.
0: Beach Tennis Association dot net. Absolutely, Correct. absolutely. Beach, tennish, beach Tennis Association dot N E T dot net. Thank you, Jackie. It's
1: always a pleasure, Joe.
0: Okay, we're going to see you tomorrow. Tomorrow is an amazing show, Jackie.
1: What do we have tomorrow?
0: Tomorrow is a life well lived. It's, oh it's about, yes, yes. Oh my God, I'm, that's I'm, amazing! I want to go
1: see it. I want to go see the movie. Yeah, they're right. doing a free screening. I'm going to go right. see it. Yeah, that that sounds incredible. Right. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that.
0: Right. It's about the wit and wisdom of of aging and mm-hmm. what, you know, the the people that have lived a long life have to have to tell us. So, we're going to talk about more talk talk about that more tomorrow. See you see everyone. Bye-bye now.